0: 33 degrees here at Wax 104.5. It's a great morning. Let's get after those chores. It is 5 a.m. This is WAXX 104.5 in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Let's listen to the morning's national and world news.
1: NBC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. A second woman is accusing former Vice President Joe Biden of inappropriate behavior. Amy Lappos tells Connecticut's Hartford Courant that in 2009, Biden put his hand around her neck and pulled her close to rub noses with her. Lapos doesn't believe it was sexual, but she did suggest it crossed the line with her. The incident happened at a fundraiser for Congressman Jim Himes, who she was working for as an aide at the time. Lapos said she never filed a complaint because Biden was vice president. Chaos broke out at a vigil for murdered rapper Nipsey Hussle. At least 19 people were hurt in a stampede near a memorial in South Los Angeles last night. The exact cause of what sent people in the crowd running from the area was not confirmed. But police said the reports that shots were fired did not appear to be accurate. Police say two people had critical injuries and several others suffered minor injuries. Meanwhile, the LAPD has announced the name of a suspect in the killing of the Grammy-nominated artist. They say 29-year-old Eric Holder is wanted for homicide. President Trump will visit the U.S.-Mexico border on Friday. Brian Shook has details. The White House says the president will check out a newly completed section of the border wall near Calexico, California. Calexico is about 100 miles east of San Diego. During the visit, Trump's expected to take part in a roundtable discussion with local law enforcement officials. The president will be in Los Angeles Friday evening for a high-end fundraising dinner. Brian Shook, NBC News Radio. A White House whistleblower claims the Trump administration has overruled 25 denials of security clearances. Veteran security specialist Tricia Newbold told the House Oversight Committee that the actions of the White House could jeopardize national security. The committee has been pushing the White House to explain why top advisor Jared Kushner got high-level clearance after it was originally rejected. Kushner is President Trump's son-in-law. Ohio Republican Jim Jordan has accused the Oversight Committee Democrats of using this sensitive topic as a pretense for a partisan attack on the White House. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Christensen Sales is having an auction on Monday, April 8th at 11 a.m. The auction will be held at the Ronald and Amber Zank Farm, located at 3560 Owen Avenue in Nielsville. Included in the sale are John Deere diesel tractors, John Deere forage equipment, and John Deere tillage and planting equipment, plus general farm and miscellaneous items. From Nielsville, and a mile east on Highway 10 to Owen Avenue, then a half mile south on Owen Avenue to the farm. For all the details, call Christensen Sales, 715-223-6345. I've never shoveled more
2: snow than this year at the all new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane.
3: I don't think you've ever gone to the chiropractor this many times, Rick.
2: <laughs> because we know you weren't able to get out and around like a normal winter, I've extended our F 150 affordable lease of just $187 a month, only at Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane.
3: I'm Sarah Welch, one of the business managers here. I love our team and I love helping people get into the vehicle that's right for them.
2: I'm Rick Moore, the owner of the all new Eau Claire Ford Lincoln Quick Lane. Now through April 30th only, you can lease a new F-150 truck for just $187 a month.
3: 10% down plus tax title license, 24 months, 10,500 miles per year.
2: And zero security deposit. This ends April 30th.
3: Now through April 30th, we'll give you your choice of a free tonneau
2: cover. Or a free spray-in bed liner from Ace Automall.
3: Nobody beats our $187 a month F-150 lease.
2: Nobody.
3: Easy to find across from the new Fleet Farm, I-94, and Highway 93.
2: Clare Ford Lincoln Quick Lane, home of the lifetime warranty.
1: Egg Country Farm Credit Services supports agriculture and rural communities with reliable, consistent credit and financial services. Our staff is empowered to make local decisions and is immersed in the field of agriculture. It's all we do. From financing real estate and leasing equipment to providing farm accounting, tax, succession and retirement planning, insurance services and much more. We'll continue to finance agriculture for your future. Stop in and visit with us at Egg Country today.
0: 5.04 a.m. as we keep at the morning chores here on Wax 104.5. Scott with you this morning while Bob's off in Holland. We'll hear from Bob in a couple of minutes here. But first, let's hit the morning markets on the cash livestock side of things. Fed beef steers are at 120 to 1275 half. With mixed 1 to 119. Fed beef heifers 120 to 127, with uh, mixed at 1 to 119. Fed Holstein steers 87 to 97, with select and choice 51 to 86.5. Cows are at 40, 40 to 45, excuse me, with the top selling 48.5 to 66. Bulls are at 40 to 83. Butcher hogs are at 46. Sows, the lightweights, 30 to 32, and the heavies, 32 to 34. Boars are 10 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are 110 to 146, and feeder lambs are 125 to 205. And the futures on the cattle side of things, live cattle for April are going for 126.17. That's up 47 cents. June, 119.47, up 47 August 116.20 up 52 and October 117.07 up 25. Feeder cattle April 145.45 up 20. May 148.87 that's up a dime. August 156.70 that's up 45. September 158.30 that's up 57 and October 159.12 that's up 87. And the hog markets, April is at seventy seven forty, that's up two cents. May eighty one dollars, that's down thirty two cents. June eighty eight fifty down a nickel. And July ninety-two twenty two up two. The dairy markets, barrels of cheese closed yesterday at one hundred fifty nine, that's down one and a quarter. Forty pound blocks at one hundred sixty four, down a half. And grade AA butter at two hundred twenty five is down a half. The class three futures April fifteen sixty five up four, May fifteen fifty two up four, June fifteen seventy five, up five, and July sixteen oh six up two. And those prices look to be up through twenty nineteen, up just slightly. Like I said, Bob and his crew has again checked in from Holland with all that they found yesterday
4: over there. Our holiday vacations wax farm tour through the Netherlands and Belgium continues. We're still in the Netherlands and we're gonna to talk to some folks traveling with us from the Menominee area. The Lausteads, Dean and Pam are with us. And uh, Dean, we've seen a little agriculture. We've seen some city. What are you impressed most with or what's stuck in your mind most so far of what we've seen here in the Netherlands?
5: Oh, the flat ground, uh, the canals and all the water and, oh, in the, the the one farm we went to, they had oh the the, the barn was had had uh, like mattresses on their slatted floors, and I mean how how somebody can afford to have stuff that nice, you know, and not have that many cows? And I was going to say, he only milked about 90 cows, and he had a pretty large, expensive setup. Yeah, he had a I think a 26 carousel and. And then all the cows were out on the pasture, and all the padlocks, padlocks were pie-shaped and surrounded by water, each one, and and yeah, and they were so content out there and all that, and yeah. Not just the cows were
4: content, the farmer was pretty content too, yeah. so he didn't like his milk price, but uh, his lifestyle wasn't bad.
5: Yeah, and then, well, then he had to for every cow he bought extra over his quota he had to pay i wasn't it twenty uh, five hundred or thirty mm-hmm. five yeah and then he and then he had to have what two acres of land for every cow to increase mm-hmm. plus the land was what was it forty forty eight thousand for an acre or yep. you know, so i can see why they're coming to a, <laughs> wisconsin
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're leaving here that's for sure right. Jeez, thank, thank you thanks. and pam was also with us and uh, pam well, oh, back home in Menominee, you're on the garden tour with uh, your beautiful flower arrangements and your yard, things like that. What do you think of what we've seen in flowers so far here? Oh, well, the flowers are beautiful. You could have picked any kind of
3: flower you wanted, you know, a cut flower.
4: It's just, their flowers were beautiful. The Alshmere flower auction that we went to, your thoughts on that? That was mind-boggling, isn't it?
3: It was, um... Just the carts driving around. It looked like there was a major bumper car type carts, and you could, like I say, any kind of flower you could think of, you could see there. So the flowers are, the colors are beautiful.
4: Are you looking forward to seeing the Kikinoff Garden and all the tulips and flowers in the spring? Yes, I am. That I've been looking forward to that. You going to buy some bulbs so you can plant them at home? Oh, yes. We have to do that. (laughs) I think she will. Thanks, Pam. Dean and Pam that from Menominee. Now let's go to the Marshfield area and talk to the rails. Vern and Kathy are with us. And uh, Kathy, you work in a flower shop, a flower store. You were excited about Auschmere. Yeah, I
6: loved it. Couldn't get off the
4: bus fast enough to see that. (laughs) I'll let you give the explanation of what we saw, how big it was, and what that was all about.
6: Huge building, lots of boxes of flowers and they were moving as fast as you could see them just like ants.
4: <laughs> could you identify all the different flowers I that could. were in there? Yep. Were you? I, I so could give us there.
6: a rundown, a little bit of what you saw. Lysianthus, snapdragons, gerberas, roses, tulips, lots of tulips, lots of everything. It was beautiful, colorful. Yeah. Just
4: what did you think that was going to look like before you got there?
6: That's about what I thought it would look like. I did a little research on it, and it's mm-hmm. exactly what I was expecting. I loved it.
4: Did, uh, do you remember what the, one of our tour leaders told us how big that building was? How many? What it's equivalent to? Uh, just,
6: just under the size of the building of Boeing. So yeah, it's huge.
4: 200 soccer fields under one roof. Right,
6: yeah, huge, huge. All I can see is huge. It took about an hour to walk from one side to the other.
4: you get a lot of pictures?
6: I got a lot of pictures.
4: Beautiful. Uh, all right, good enough. Now let's talk to Laverne. That's Kathy, Laverne Rail. And, uh, Laverne, your thoughts on the Netherlands so far? We've been in the canals of Amsterdam and a dairy farm. We've uh, been to Anne Frank's house and uh, seen a lot of stuff, hogs. Yeah,
5: uh, Amsterdam was kind of impressive. uh all the bicycles that they use to get around and all that where they park them how many there were and they just go come to an intersection you better watch out because they're coming and uh, it's uh, and the buildings are tight together and they're fairly tall and built a long time ago but to keep them up good uh, it's a nice town. Uh, everything is kept up pretty nice around the roads are nice just like ours or better than ours I guess. Yeah, no, they don't have freezing like we do. Right, right. You build a road here and last. You well, know, I'm glad Kathy got their flower auctions, and now her life is complete. <laughs>
4: and <laughs> she's got so much still to look forward
5: to. Did you buy any wooden shoes? No, no, they looked a little heavy for me.
4: <laughs> you don't think you can drive the Meyer milk truck?
5: No, no I'd be flooring it all the time.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Good enough, thanks, We're yep. and Kathy Rail in the Lowsteads with us as we continue our tours here through the uh, Netherlands and soon to get into Belgium. I'm Bob Boesel. I look forward to some more reports from
0: Bob as the week goes on on uh, their great trip over to the Holland area and Belgium. And I I saw a picture, actually, of Bob trying on some wooden shoes, and I'll assume that he won't be able to bring them back because uh, there are weight limits on airplanes after all. And gosh, Bob's feet, you know, they're not small
7: mega holiday has a new pizza you can't refuse at a price you won't believe introducing godfather's barbecue bacon cheeseburger pizza for just 2.99 with barbecue sauce bacon beef and diced onion topped with melted mozzarella and provolone cheese it's a pizza you can't refuse at a price you won't believe try new godfather's barbecue bacon cheeseburger pizza or choose godfather's breakfast pepperoni or three meat pizza all only 2.99 only for a limited time and only a mega holiday
4: Low commodity prices and a tough winter to get through has made it tough on farmers, but Focus on Energy is here to help. Heather Fagum is a Focus on Energy program manager for agriculture, schools, and government programs, and she says right now Focus on Energy has a 25% bonus program to help farmers.
3: Focus on Energy is here to help With energy savings but also we see that there's a need with all the farms that have um, had some disasters and barns collapse and whatnot we are hoping to help with a 25% bonus on any energy savings products that you install when you're rebuilding your barn so we really want those farmers to get back on their feet help them install the most efficient equipment possible and give them some extra incentives uh, to make that happen
4: Make sure you contact your Focus on Energy utility provider to apply for that 25% bonus, but you've got to get it done by June 1st from Focus on Energy.
8: What are the top three things that employees want these days? A good livable wage. Yep. Flexibility of hours. Sure. And a clean environment and fun place to work come up, right? But do you know what's the fastest growing benefit at work millennials want? Free health care. Yep, that's right. Free health care, and that's what you get at Grassland Dairy. You get a good wage, great benefits package, including a week of vacation at 90 days, and a huge profit sharing. Positive work atmosphere? Check. But the biggest benefit is free health care. If you'd like free dental, health, and life insurance, go to grassland.com. Click on Careers, and it will tell you all about the positions that are open. Hit the Apply Now link and fill out a super easy application. That's it. Pretty simple. Remember, Grassland Dairy produces about one-third of America's butter consumed and has been family-owned since 1904. Check out a welcoming video or learn more about the positions available at grassland.com. Grassland Butter, a better brand. You might not be able to get a new car with your tax refund, but you can make your car feel like it's brand new. Come into Mako today and get your dream paint job during their tax season sales event.
0: Three degrees here at Wax 104.5. Scott doing the morning chores with you yet? Let's have a look at some of the farm news. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's National Ag Statistics Service will conduct, conduct its biennial agricultural labor survey during the second half of April. The survey will collect information about hired workers from more than 600 Wisconsin farms and ranchers. USDA and the U.S. Department of Labor officials say they use those statistics gathered in the Ag Labor Survey to establish minimum wage rates for agricultural workers, administer farm labor retirement, recruitment and placement service programs, and assist legislators in determining labor policies. In the survey, participants are asked, asked to answer questions about hired farm labor on their operations, including the total number of hired farm workers, the total hours work based... Wage rates and total gross wage paid wages paid for the weeks of January sixth through twelfth and April seventh through the 13th. For their convenience, survey participants have the option to respond online. That news brought to you by Bobcat Plus, Chippewa Falls, and
9: Osseo. Tough jobs demand tough equipment. Bobcat loaders from Bobcat Plus answer the challenge for those tough jobs. Like the new M-Series loaders. More power. More performance. More comfort. There's a Bobcat loader that's perfect for your job. But don't just take my word on it.
4: Hi, this is Bob Bosold. See the compact material handling equipment experts at Bobcat Plus and let their specialists show you the growing lineup of Bobcat equipment. Visit Bobcat Plus in Butler,
9: Waukesha, De Pere, Appleton, Osseo, or Chippewa Falls. Bobcat Plus, working the state of Wisconsin, one customer at a time.
0: 5.17 a.m. at Wax 104.5, Scott with the morning chores. The growing season's going to be here Eventually, and with it, comes the need for weed control, and Bob talked with Mark Renz the other day about our weed control options.
10: You know, as that snow recedes on our farm fields and the water kind of goes down as well, a lot of farmers that are kind of wondering how their hay stands came through the winter. Fabulous, Farm Bay Pam Yankee, you're at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. It's not just about how many crowns or how many stems are still out there, Bob. It's also about trying to get ahead of some of the nasty weeds that might have inflicted that field uh, last year.
4: Absolutely. And, of course, as we get uh, further and further away from so many dairy farms in Wisconsin, we do see that uh, the alfalfa stands are going away, our hay stands going away, and those are good weed control environments. Bob Osel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. Dr. Mark Renz was uh, on the circuit with Dr. Rodrigo Worley, they're both weed scientists at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Dr. Renz works uh, in the area of alfalfa and weed control there. And we talked to him about how those alfalfa and hay stands can help us in controlling things like that pigweed and water hemp. But as he said, you've got to know what you're looking for and when to look for it.
11: Yeah, they're all in the same family and they're actually all in the same genus but what's really interesting is we historically have dealt with red root and smooth pigweed and now we're really seeing water hemp be much more of a problem than it has been is really spreading throughout the state and we're starting to see a few introductions of Palmer amaranth and those two species are much more competitive than our other pigweeds and they also have a much higher potential for herbicide resistance and that's why we're really concerned about those species. Where'd they come from, and how widespread is this uh,
4: pigweed getting in Wisconsin?
11: Yeah, well what's interesting is water hemp is actually native to Wisconsin, so it's been here forever, but for some reason in the last decade or so, it's just started to explode. And we can't really explain why. We think herbicide resistance and our over-reliance on herbicides is one of the big reasons, but we really don't know why that's spreading. Palmer is coming up from the south. It's not native to Wisconsin. We think it's coming up as contaminants on our feed supplies, our combines, and other things as well, too. So it's just really interesting to see these new pigweeds taking over and displacing the old pigweeds, which is bad news, unfortunately, for farmers.
4: Why is it bad news? Are they more prolific? Uh, What's the problem with them?
11: Well, yes. So they uh, grow faster than our typical historical pigweeds, which results in more of a yield loss than we typically have. They're harder to manage because they germinate and emerge later into the season than our typical ones. So what that means, if you're going with a post-emergence program to eliminate your your weeds, you might uh, control all the existing weeds and they may still emerge after that post-emergence and result in some yield loss. And then the big kicker is a lot of these have evolved herbicide resistance. So our tools we're using like glyphosate, PPO herbicides no longer are working at all. And so we're having to go to new tools and in some states, fortunately we're not here in Wisconsin, none of, essentially none of our herbicides have efficacy, and so we need to turn to non-chemical methods.
4: Are these the type of weeds that uh, male and female in one plant, or how do, they, how do they pollinate?
11: Well, you're getting at the root of one of the reasons we think that herbicide-resistant evolves so much more frequently is both water hemp and palmer have separate male and female plants, which allows them to cross their genetic makeup much more efficiently than our other plants, and that's one of the main reasons why we think we get herbicide resistance evolving much faster with these species. For those that don't
4: understand it, the herbicide resistance, what does cause that?
11: Yeah, essentially what's happening is, is there's a very small uh, there are very few individuals in a population that have genes that are tolerant to these products that we use. And it depends upon the herbicide we use, how common those genes are. And if we repeatedly apply one, uh, one mechanism to control those weeds, that gene is going to survive, reproduce, and become much and much more common. And so that's been happening over the last decade or so throughout the US. And what the big problem is, agriculture is really good at moving things around. And usually that's a good thing, right? Well, in this case, we're moving these herbicide-resistant weed seeds around as contaminants in our equipment and causing them to proliferate and become much more of a problem. That's the short answer. There's a lot longer answer to it.
4: <laughs> what the kind of herbicides work? What kind of modes of action work? And how do we use them so we're using them correctly? Rates,
11: timing? Yeah, I mean so that's a big issue and so different populations can be resistant to different uh, herbicide modes of action or uh, we also call that SOA. So the key is is to apply an effective herbicide with a mode of action that will kill that species. So a great example with water hemp, we have populations of water hemp that are resistant to ALS herbicides like Raptor, but we have some that are susceptible. We have some populations that are resistant to glyphosate, some are susceptible. We have some that are resistant to PPO inhibitors like Valor and some are susceptible. And then some, we have cross resistance that are resistant to multiple uh, tools or herbicides. And this is what really is a game changer, right? Because now instead of just rotating to a herbicide that we know is sensitive, we're getting less and less tools that are available to utilize. And that's why we really need to think outside the box uh, of, of whole system management.
4: If I'm a farmer sitting there listening to this, I'm scratching my head saying, now, how am I supposed to know that and which one to use? What, what is the recommendation so that they're using the right one at the
11: right time? Well, and that's exactly it. And so I think the first thing I would say to a farmer is get some help, you know, whether that's your local county agent, your local co-op, or someone else to help you identify that. And I would say whenever you're using a tool, if you see plants that have seemed to escaped management, note that especially then get some help and try some other type of management. So what that means is if you spray glyphosate and you see one or two plants that survive, don't go back and spray glyphosate at a higher rate. Pick another tool that you think will have activity and get rid of those. And then seek help and advice on how you're managing your weeds so you can stop selecting for resistance. There's a few simple things to do. Tank mixing multiple modes of action is one method. Integrating other techniques such as cultivation, Changing your crop rotation, there's a myriad of options, but the key is if you're getting uh, resistance evolving in your field, you need to change what you're doing. I think that's the key message.
4: Being the fact that it's kind of new species, same genus, relatively new in Wisconsin, are we having a big problem with that herbicide resistance versus maybe, say, some other states that have had it a while?
11: Yeah, so we're seeing resistance. It's evolved a little bit slower in Wisconsin than some of the states to the south of us, like Iowa and Illinois and Missouri, where it's just rampant. But so every year we're seeing an uptick. In more counties, we're getting resistance populations. We're getting a, really commonly getting populations of water hep resistant to glyphosate and PPO inhibiting herbicides. So it's increasing and it's getting worse. Uh, the level of how it's increasing is a little bit slower in Wisconsin than other states. And Personally, I attribute that to our more diverse cropping systems that has alfalfa and wheat in our rotation compared to those states to the south of us.
4: With alfalfa in the rotation and talking about pigweed, what are our tools to make sure we can raise alfalfa and not have
11: these weeds come in and and wipe it out? So we are seeing it in alfalfa fields, but we're fortunate because uh, the one key factor that we have with alfalfa, it's a really competitive perennial crop. And so if we take care of that alfalfa, plant it right, Proper fertility, proper cutting frequency. A lot of times it's going to take care of those weed populations just by being super competitive. And it may show up later on in the season in smaller numbers because it's so competitive. But we believe that it's showing up in situations where that, that alfalfa stress from insect pressure, drought, or too much water, maybe the case of last year. So just be aware. Time, um, take care of your alfalfa, timely harvest to prevent seed production, and if you start to see those populations building, there are some herbicides that you can use to control that, and those are some common recommendations that we want to look at. A lot of them tend to be our pre-emergent varieties that we can apply before those even emerge. And we just need to apply them at the right time to make sure that they last because uh, water hemp will germinate throughout July and so the key is when to apply those and that's the challenge.
4: So we're looking at some of these cutting systems in Wisconsin, a four-cut system. For pigweed control, that's more recommended than, say, a three-cut.
11: Yeah, I think, I think a four-cut system or a three-cut system can be effective. The key is is to make sure that alfalfa is competitively growing and competing. And be aware if it gets stressed by drought or insect pressure, you're probably going to have to go in and do some management. And there are some tools but those management techniques we use, particularly the herbicides, we need to make sure that those populations aren't resistant to those herbicides. So it's the same challenge with corn and soybeans. The big message I could say is alfalfa is a big uh, benefit, but you need to manage it. And when that stand starts to thin is when you need to get out of alfalfa and go into those other crops.
0: There are ways to do it, and there are many, but involved. where alfalfa is involved, that's uh, Mark Renz at the UW boy pigweed and water hemp what an issue coming up here this growing season
7: if you're a dairy farmer, you know spring is just around the corner, and you know never to underestimate how changes in the environment will affect your cows. VES systems are specially designed and scientifically proven to maximize cow comfort, moving fresh air through the barn to increase production and cow health. But don't take their word for it. Paul Fetzer of Fetzer Farms had this to say about their VES system. We power ventilated with VES's system. The growth rate, the performance of those animals throughout the year, whether it's hot in the summer or cold in the winter, has been just fantastic. Could you your farm benefit from an increase in production and cow health? Visit their brand new website to see how your farm can profit from the precision control of a VES system at VESenviro.com That's VESenviro.com VES is a forward thinking company with innovative products and designs. Call them today at 715-720-0800 That's 715-720-0800 VES Environmental Solutions, creating comfort for all breeds. Find your fun at Sacco Sports Center from scooters to ski boats and everything in between. If you're into boating, check out the world-class lineup, Lund and Crestliner fishing boats, Bennington pontoons, Starcraft and Hurricane deck boats, and Mastercraft ski boats. If you're into power sports, motorcycles, ATVs, side-by-sides, the best brands are at Zacco Sports, Honda, Yamaha, Indian, and CF Moto. Find your fun and award-winning customer service at Zacco Sports Center. Business 53 between Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls.
5: Your building tough as a Northland with quality
9: materials and custom-made plans, Northland
11: buildings
9: in styles and colors, designs of all
0: forms.
9: You're safe and secure. Come snow and storms. Protect all you own, farm
0: When it comes to quality and value a northland building is the answer to your building needs farmers trust them for their tough agricultural buildings like barns and machine sheds and if you need a garage for your vehicles motor, or anything else a northland building is your best value not only affordable and long-lasting they're built tough to withstand our midwest weather call 800 736 4510 or see them online at northlandbuildings.com get a quality building at a fair price built tough for the northland 33 degrees at 5:30 a.m. here at wax 104.5 scott continuing the morning chores with you let's go over to the Zambroda barn to hear from pat
12: mickla about what went on at the sale there so far this week Here's a look at last week's closing markets. Let's take a look first at the cattle division. We had beef steers at a dollar twenty to a dollar twenty seven fifty mixed grading steers a dollar to a dollar nineteen. The beef heifers topped a dollar twenty to a dollar twenty seven and mixed grading ranged a dollar to a dollar nineteen. We had dairy steers from eighty seven to ninety seven with the select grades fifty one to eighty six fifty and the dairy cross steers brought from ninety five to a dollar twenty. Market cows were trading mostly 50 to 66, with your thin shelly cows at 20 to 49, and we had market bulls trading mostly from 40 to 83. In the sheep and lamb division last week, market lambs, the shorn and the unshorn, they were trading at $1.10 to $1.46. We had lightweight feeder lambs, 50 to 70 pounds, from $1.25 to $2.05. Seventy to ninety pound feeder lambs brought a dollar twenty five to a dollar ninety-five. Slaughter use utility and goods forty seven fifty to sixty-five. We had a few selects in that top seventy to eighty, and the thin and call use were bringing from two fifty to forty-seven fifty. And that's a quick look at the markets from Central Livestock at the Zumbrota Market. And taking a look at some of the morning news locally, it
0: looks like Eau Claire Memorials High School won't be getting a brand new football field after all. A group of donors last night withdrew their million dollar offer to lay field turf at the school. Eau Claire school board initially voted down the donation then agreed to accept the money with some strings attached. A few minutes after that second vote the donors emailed and withdrew their offer. Prosecutors are adding homicide charges to the list of counts against a Western Wisconsin man involved in a deadly December crash. The district district attorney in Jackson County yesterday filed homicide charges by intoxicated use of a vehicle against 24-year-old Donald Ames. Police say he was drunk back in December when he rolled his pickup truck on County Highway G in the town of Northfield. His passenger, Tyler Pintock, died in that crash. The Mississippi River will stay flooded for most of the month, but forecasters say the flooding won't be as bad as first thought. Jessica Brooks of the National Weather Service said the snow in Minnesota and northern Wisconsin has melted gradually this spring so there won't be a massive rush of water heading downriver. Earlier this year, forecasters had predicted flooding as bad as that in 1993. Brooks said the Mississippi River will rise again this month but shouldn't get anywhere near those flood records. Investigators in Chippewa Falls say they don't suspect foul play in a man's death in the river over the weekend. Police say all evidence points to a suicide. Crews pulled the man from the river Sunday morning. He was not far from the Pump House Road boat landing. Crews said his car is still in the river. They won't be able to get that out until the river falls a bit. Even with billion dollars with a billion dollars in new taxes, the state's fiscal watchdog said Governor Tony Evers budget would spend two billion dollars more than Wisconsin has to spend. The Legislative Fiscal Bureau released a review of the governor's spending plan yesterday. The Bureau said Evers would add two billion dollars in new spending to Wisconsin's structural deficit. That's twice the gap that Republicans saw under Governor Walker. And we talked about that river receding a little bit. Let's go over to SkyWarn 13 and let's see if we're going to have any more craziness like snow to wash down the rivers. What do we think here?
13: Well, we are going to be seeing some issues on the Mississippi River. Uh, that is still at flood stage and uh, reporting moderate flooding, especially in some of those southern counties, and we'll continue to see those issues for the coming days. But the good news is both the Chippewa and uh, the Trempolo Rivers are continuing to stay steady, if not uh, lower. So that's some good news. We do have some rain and snow in the forecast this morning, especially if you're traveling down around Lacrosse. and then there is a better chance to see some often on showers late this afternoon and evening. So the morning commute for most of us should be dry. The evening commute does look a little bit soggy and we'll see a little bit more rain into tonight and then should be drying out for the rest of the work week. Temperature wise, well today will be typical for this time of year at 50. Tonight down to 28 and it will be windy both today and tonight making it feel a little cooler. Then tomorrow staying in the upper 40s will be locked at 47 on Thursday for a high then 55 on Friday, 60s back for the weekend, but that will come with a little more rain. Right now in Eau Claire, it is 31. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist, Monica Ott.
0: It's still giving us April, isn't it?
13: Yes, for sure. <laughs>
0: okay. Thank you much, Monica. You're welcome. Monica Ott over at Skywarn 13. With the Capital One Quicksilver card, you earn unlimited
2: 1.5% cash back on every purchase, everywhere. It's easy. That's just the way I like it. Oh, that's the way uh huh uh huh I like it uh huh uh huh. That's the way uh huh uh huh I like it uh huh uh huh. The Quicksilver
9: card from Capital One. What's in your wallet?
2: That's the way uh huh uh huh.
1: Capital One Bank
6: USA NA.
9: The hardest-working people in America deserve the hardest-working products. Blaine's Farm and Fleet has the hard-working ag parts and supplies you need to keep your job moving along. Like Category 1 Quick Hitches, regularly one ninety nine ninety nine, dollars 99 now just $159.99. Stock up on three-cubic-foot bags of America's Choice EcoFlakes All-Natural Animal Bedding, just $4.89 a bag. Six-foot studded T-posts from Chicago Heights Steel, priced at $349. Other sizes also on sale. And keep loads secure with roller chains from Dado. They're 10% off. Press for time, use our drive through service, and leave the heavy lifting to us. Just drive up, place your order, and we'll have you loaded up and on your way in no time. Also at Blaine's Farm and Fleet this week, check out this great doorbuster deal. 20-pound bags of Farm and Fleet wild bird food, just two for 10 bucks. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Continuing the
0: morning chores at 5.37 a.m. here at Wax 104.5, I'm Scott. And Bob, of course, off on his trip to Holland with a great crew of folks with him. Let's go over to Casey at Equity Baron to hear what's going on at that barn.
3: Just a reminder, we'll be having a small animal sale April 20th at 10 a.m. For today's sale, unfinished shears and heifers sold from 79 and down. Cull cows, the top 20% sold from 45 to 50. We topped out at 50 50. 60% sold from 32 to 44. And the bottom 20% selling from 30 and down. Cull bulls today were selling from 55 to 65. Quality Holstein bull calves were selling from 70 to 125. We topped out at 132.50. Quality Holstein heifer calves were selling from 45 and down. And light and poor quality calves were selling from 50 and down.
8: Central Livestock Association is your full-service livestock market with sale barns in Zumbrota, Albany, and Rock Creek. Central Livestock has been in the business of marketing your livestock successfully for almost 100 years. So you know they know the business. They handle all species of livestock with special sales each week, Monday through Thursday. To find out more about their sales schedule, call Zumbroda toll-free at 1-877-732-7305. That number again is 1-877-732-7305. Trust your livestock to the professionals at Central Livestock.
9: I might not be as cool as your combine. I might not be as sexy as your planter, and I probably don't command the same respect as your tractor. For that matter, I probably don't command the same respect as your manure spreader. You might not think about your ox portable auger from gave very often. You might not have even bothered to learn my name just yet, even though you probably use me more than most of your other machinery. And that's just fine. You see, the ox doesn't need a lot of special attention. But when you need me... And you know you're gonna need me a lot. I'll be waiting. And I'll be ready to work without a lot of hubbub. So you can save the spotlight for your skid loader and your riding lawnmower and all the other prima donnas on your farm. But when you're ready to move some grain, come outside and see the ox. There's work to do. The Ox.
0: degrees on this Tuesday morning at Wax 104.5 continuing the morning chores. What, first with uh, the morning chores, I want to mention again that we have tickets available still for the Midwest Horse Fair. Those tickets are free to the first-come, first-served folks. Uh, we only have a few left, so after 8.30 today, be sure to give Cora a call in our office here. 715- 852-2648. Again, we I'm pretty sure we have some uh Friday or, or general admission tickets for daytimes and a couple of the special event Saturday night tickets still available. So give Cora a call. That number again is seven one five eight five two two six four eight. And now let's go over to the Zumbro or rather the equity uh market at Sparta, where uh Let's see. It's uh, Rod Knudsen today has the report from there. And then
6: we'll go to Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Market. The slaughter come today steady with 20% of the cows, 48 to 55.5. 60% of the cows at 35 to 48. And 20% of the cows at 35 and down. Slaughterable market steady with high-yielding commercial bulls, 68 to 75. With your canner, lightweight utility at 68 and down. Fed cattle market on a steady to weak tone with a choice overnight. Beef steers and heifers, $1.26 to $1.30. Select the choice beef steers and heifers, $1.15 to $1.26. Choice dairy cross steers and heifers at 95 to $1.15. Your choice overnight Holstein steers, 86 to 90. Your choice Holstein steers, 78 to 86. With your standard select steers and heifers at 78 and down. Replacement calf market steady with the top hosting bull calves at eighty to a dollar forty, your choice hosting heifer calves at twenty to sixty, and the good beef type calves at a dollar fifty to three ten a pound. And just a reminder that on this next Thursday, April fourth, will be our next dairy feeder cattle sale. Dairy cattle starting at twelve thirty followed immediately with the feeders. And this has been Rod Knutsen at the Equity Livestock Market at Sparta. Hey, we have Jerry
0: Fitzgerald on the phone from the Stratford Equity Market. And hey is the big word, the key
14: word today, I understand, Jerry. Scott, good morning. Uh, hey, in Stratford today. Uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. But first of all, um, I'm not going to blame you, but what's this white stuff out on the ground? April Fool's Day was yesterday, Scott.
0: I know it. I got out, walked across the farmyard this morning and said, not again. This can't be.
14: Well, it's it's going to go away. I mean, we're going to be in the 40s, but right now, and seriously, uh, folks, if you're out and about this morning going uh, out to the barn or doing your work or going to work or whatever, just be careful because uh, I uh, unfortunately left my car sit outside last night, and it's, uh, you have to scrape the windshields off. So anyway, yeah. that's just a note, but I'm sure by uh, whatever later on, uh, we get some warmer temperatures, it will all be gone. But, you yeah. uh, know, yeah, it's so, it's still not summer in Wisconsin yet, so we'll just deal <laughs> with it. It's
0: April yet, and, and besides that, you have people to take care of that for you, Jerry. Yeah, we do. So yeah. and uh, <laughs> Well, anyway,
14: we better do the markets, and uh, we'll do that. Uh, Scott, good morning, and uh, everyone out there. And this is a summary from yesterday, Monday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the market cows on yesterday's auction. Uh, still a pretty depressed market on these market cows, uh, high-yielding, good, fleshy cows, uh, we're selling yesterday from 50, from 42 to 51 with a top of 53. The majority of the cows in yesterday's auction, your average dairy cows, and they were selling from 32 to 41. Your thinner, plainer cows below the $32 money. On the bull trade, a mostly steady trend on the bulls. Your better quality bulls are selling from 65 to 77. Uh, top yesterday, $80. That was on a beef bull. Uh, lighter weight bulls are 65 and back. On the fat cattle trade this week, uh, Choice greeting teen steers, mostly from 77 to 88. Select underfinished cattle, 75 and back. Uh, into the calf market now. Better news on the calf market. Uh, again, uh, a better demand we've seen on the bull calves. Not much activity on the heifer calves, but the good quality 85, 230 pound team bull calves are selling on a better market. Uh, 70 to 155 on yesterday's auction on those good quality bull calves. As I mentioned, heifer calves are still a pretty good buy, 40 to 90. Beef calves, very strong yesterday. It's been a long time since we quoted them like this, but uh, very strong marks on the beef calves. 200 to 465 hour top on the Black Angus beef bull calves yesterday's auction. So good news on the calves. Well, anyway, as we alluded to at the top here, a hay auction today in Stratford, and all this is going to get underway this morning at 10 o'clock, and we have a very big selection of hay for you folks today. I know a lot of folks are looking for hay, so if you're looking for round bales, Small squares, large squares, small and round bales. They will be available today in Stratford. We do have a lot of small square bales for you folks that are looking for those. We also have uh, wheat straw and oat straw on the consignment list for today. So a very big hay sale. Uh, we're going to get started right at ten. For see you folks there. Eleven o'clock will be the market auction in Stratford, and at twelve noon today will be the feeder, will be the dairy sale feeder cattle sale that we wanted to mention, that will be tomorrow at 12 noon, and that will feature red beef cows along with the Reddiger feeder cattle auction. So, Scott, a uh, busy day today, and before we leave again, of course, Election Day, and we encourage all folks to vote. Uh, a lot of local elections, and uh, some folks don't vote at these uh, uh, spring elections, but uh, all the local officials are on the ballot, and those are the folks that are Um, you know, running your municipality for the next two years. So anyway, get out and vote. Polls open at 7 o'clock. Scott, we'll turn her back to you, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow morning.
0: We sure will, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald at Stratford Equity. And, boy, I hope everybody is as fortunate as I am, Uh, could be as fortunate down in the town of Hale in Pleasantville where uh, we vote. Every election day in Pleasantville, there's an election day lunch, and oh, is it good? So it makes it all worthwhile.
6: Are the Willys?
9: Don't miss out on Willie's RV Spring Open House coming Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, April 5th, 6th, and 7th. Make sure you see the new Jayco travel trailers and fifth wheels. Get the best deal of the year during the Spring Open House at Willie's RV. See the all-new 2019 Jayco models, store prizes, and refreshments. Willie's RV since 1968 at highways 53 and 64 just north of Bloomer. Check out Willie'sRV.com. The hardest working people in America deserve the hardest working products. Blaine's Farm and Fleet has the hard-working automotive and hardware parts and supplies you need to keep your job moving along. Like Farm and Fleet commercial batteries with two-year warranties, now $3 off, starting at $46.99 after sale and exchange. Save $20 on an Easy 8-12 volt DC 8 gallons per minute transfer pump. On sale, $179.99 a 5-gallon pail of Mobile DelVac 15W40 diesel oil, $40.99 after mail-in rebate. Pick up a gallon of Bondo lightweight body filler. It's $13.99. And keep your vehicle running clean with clean def diesel exhaust fluid, a 55-gallon drum, $139.99. Press for time, use our drive through service, leave the heavy lifting to us. Just drive up, place your order, and we'll have you loaded up and on your way in no time. That's genuine value from Blaine's Farm and Fleet. The original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955.
1: Discover alerts you if they find your social security number on any one of thousands of risky websites. It's free for card members. Sign up online at discover.com slash free alerts. Limitations apply. 5.47 a.m.
0: at Wax 104.5. And, you know, I've got Michelle on the phone. Michelle, I guess... We'll we'll get through again without Bob, won't we? We will. One way or another, right? The world traveler, uh, you know, if you heard my comment before, I think he, uh, I saw a picture of him with wooden shoes and these giant wooden shoes that were about his size. They It was priceless, I bet, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, you know, said I doubt if they'll allow him to ship uh, wooden shoes back for himself because... There are red uh limits on weight and stuff, you know, so mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, tell us what's going on over at
3: Green. All right, thank you, Scott. Summing up the sale from Monday, April first at Shreen Livestock Market. In the Slavic market, we topped at fifty three and a half with a consignment but Dutch Dairy of Thorpe. Eighty four percent of the cows so from thirty five and above. Utilities were 44 to 51. Canners and cutters, 34 to 43. In the Holstein steer market, choice and prime, 78 to 88. Selects were 76 and down. In the bull market, high-yielding beef types came in at 62 to 74, with the utilities of 60 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality Holstein bull calves sold from 60 to $132 per head. We tapped at $135 with a consignment by Alan Moore of Cornell. Lighter and lower quality calves, twenty five dollars per head and down. wholesale pepper calves were twenty five cents to a dollar ten per pound. Beef calves one twenty five to two ninety per pound. In the hog market, butcher hogs are thirty five to fifty, sows thirty eight to forty three, Boards were eighteen and a half and down. Our next sale will be Wednesday, tomorrow the third. We'll start with calves at five p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at TLMthorpe.com. Browse us at Terrain Livestock. Your yeah, family owned an market. Have a great day.
0: Thank you so much for that report. And yeah, we'll stay on the whole Bob report. And yeah, someday maybe folks like Maybe us... we can all grow up and travel too. Yeah, right? we could all grow up and travel. That's how we. Yeah, let's put it that way. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks so much, Michelle. Michelle at Thank Terrain care. Livestock.
10: Losing a loved one is never easy, and probably one of the last things you are thinking about at the time is whether or not that loved one was a hero and an organ donor. I'm Pam Yonke. Al Wright from Barneveld can tell you all about it. He lost his wife, and while sitting in the hospital waiting room, the family remembered that she wanted to be an organ donor.
14: We're sitting around, you know, and my son said, didn't mom want to be a donor? My gosh, she did. You know, you're not thinking of that at the time.
10: That's Al Wright from Barneveld. His wife, as an organ donor, became a hero to some 50 people that were touched by tissue, eye, or organ donations from her. It's easy to do. You can register now online. DonateLifeWisconsin.org DonateLifeWisconsin.org Today, there's more than 3,000 Wisconsinites waiting for an organ, tissue, or eye donation. You could become their hero. DonateLifeWisconsin.org.
0: 551 here at Wax 104.5. Scott continuing the morning chores with you. And I have Heidi Klassen, editor of The Country Today, on the phone. A lot of good stuff in this week's edition of The Country Today. And... You know, before we even get started about things here, I noted that one of the good things is the headline, Clausen earns National Egg Writing Award. Congratulations, <laughs> you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's deserved. Uh, it, it appears you gave your opinion well in the editorial page, and it's time to bring rural America up to speed and Wisconsin Leadership Program in Need of Revival were the... Uh, top uh, among the nation's top editorials in egg news good stuff heidi
15: i yeah i guess so i always think i'm i'm never very good at writing those things but (laughs) i guess once in a while i hit it
0: apparently you're better than i ever was (laughs) (laughs) this is this is where heidi is supposed to say folks oh no scott (laughs) <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> no you're doing well heidi thank you now what what uh, tell us about uh, what's all in the paper horse fair and everything yeah
15: yeah we've got our our annual uh equine celebrations pages this week uh so we're we're um um taking a look at some of the the, the major horse events in the upper midwest and uh brooke betchen our regional editor in southern wisconsin has got uh a story about the Midwest Horse Fair that's coming up April 12th through the 14th in Madison, and they're celebrating 40 years this year. Um, so they they got started in 1979, and uh, they expect more than more than 60,000 people to come out this year to the Alliance Energy Center. Um, this year's theme is 40 Years of Legends. Uh, this event uh, this year um, they're going to host 40 expert clinicians, 500 exhibitors, 700 horses. Uh, two sellout evening evening shows so uh really really cool event down there um for all the horse lovers
0: sounds big and i th- might make it down there you're going down <laughs> yourself
15: no i don't think i'm gonna make it down there but i i've always kind of liked to to check it out i might get to the minnesota horse fair instead the minnesota horse expo in st paul instead so a oh, little closer
0: a little closer drive for you what else do we have
15: uh yeah, we uh um sat in on the recent dairy farmers of Wisconsin uh their board meeting here in Madison recently. Uh and uh CEO Chad Vincent is talking about what they've got planned for the future. Um as uh I'm sure your listeners know the dairy industry's had some tough times here in, in uh recent years and, and um D F W has kinda turned to to funnel their their energies and and um, their dollars and and um, um, try to to get get the best that they can for uh, the dairy farmers out there as far as promotion, and uh, they're they're prioritizing with this 2020 budget, um, thinking a little bit more about increasing quality perceptions of Wisconsin cheese and dairy, um, rather than focusing too much on raising awareness of Wisconsin products. Um, so uh, some, some some things happening there with DFW um, to try to get uh, um, the best bang for the buck for dairy farmers.
0: All right. That sounds like good stuff. And you know my passion. I have that passion for uh, writing about rural stuff and um, rural art in general. I see that you have a rural art story. So that tickles my interest.
15: <laughs> yeah, I had a chance to, to chat with... Uh, uh, michelle weber out there in western minnesota about her uh her paintings that she does of, of beef cattle primarily and boy she does some excellent work i i just really admire somebody who can do that kind of thing and she does that along with ranching and then juggling uh four little kids so she's got her hands full and does some great work
0: that's some good stuff i really enjoy that kind of stuff it's always amazed me the the art and everything that goes on out in rural uh, out in our countryside a lot of talent out there, that's for sure. You bet. Thanks much, Heidi. Heidi Clausen, editor of The Country Today, we'll talk to you in a, another couple of weeks here. Sounds good. Thanks, Scott.
8: You can't predict when a natural disaster or emergency will strike your farm.
7: Thankfully, Focus on Energy can help you recover and rebuild after disaster strikes.
8: Focus on Energy is offering a 25% bonus on top of existing energy efficiency incentives to farms impacted by a natural disaster damaging their facilities. Learn more.
7: Call 888-947-7828 or visit focusonenergy.com slash farm disaster bonus.
8: Focus on Energy. Helping farmers since 2001. What are the top three things that employees want these days? A good livable wage. Yep. Flexibility of hours. Sure. And a clean environment and fun place to work come up, right? But do you know what's the fastest growing benefit at work millennials want? Free health care. Yep, that's right. Free health care. And that's what you get at Grassland Dairy. You get a good wage, great benefits package, including a week of vacation at 90 days and a huge profit sharing. Positive work atmosphere? Check. But the biggest benefit is free health care. If you'd like free dental, health and life insurance, go to grassland.com. Click on careers and it will tell you all about the positions that are open. Hit the Apply Now link and fill out a super easy application. That's it. Pretty simple. Remember, Grassland Dairy produces about one-third of America's butter consumed and has been family-owned since 1904. Check out a welcoming video or learn more about the positions available at grassland.com. Grassland Butter, a better brand.
0: Heading down the back side of the alley here doing the morning tours with Scott on Wax 104.5. Uh, look at the morning markets for uh, grain markets. July corn is at 371 that's steady July oats 276 steady July soybeans 911 that's up for July soybean meal 313.80 dollars 80 a ton that's up 90 cents and July wheat at 466 is down to. Country elevator prices no quote from Arcadia. The Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo Countryside Elevators all are at 3.03 on corn. Elk Mound, 3.13, Sparta, 3.09, and Ellsworth at 2.95. The ethanol plants, Boyceville's at 3.25, Stanley, 3.22, and New Richmond, 3.20. On the soybean side, Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo all are at 8.05. Elk Mound is at 818, Sparta is at 805, and Ellsworth at 805. And that wraps things up for the chores with me this morning. Be sure to get out there and vote today and enjoy the day. Have a safe one. Check out the all new Chilson Outdoor Adventure RV in Lake Halley or online at Chilson.com. Wax 104.5.